Hey there, Fat Guy Forum fans. A huge Happy New Year as we enter 2022. And I'm excited that you're still listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can do a couple of things. First, if you're an Apple user or you use Spotify, you can rate and review the podcast there to get us in front of more people. Also, you can use the support links in the show notes to purchase products, get a discount for yourself, generate some income for the show, or you can join the Patreon. And there's some cool stuff coming with the Patreon I will be announcing very soon. I know I've said it before, but this time it's really happening. So I'm just excited for all that's to come in this year. Thank you so much for being a part of this adventure. And on to the show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gourmet. And do I need to tell you that I'm happy to be sitting down with y'all again? I probably don't. I say it every time. I mean it. But, you know, sometimes things don't need to be said. Today... I am excited to have with me uh, Giancarlo Daniez, a.k.a. JC, a.k.a. Fat Free JC, and I'm just excited to finally get to sit down with him and talk, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, my man. How's everything? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's, it's, a, it's a temperate day here on the West Coast, so things, things are pretty good for me out here. I hope, hope things are good out by you as well. Might be a little hotter where you are than where I am. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in Miami, Florida, so mm-hmm. right now it is really hot. <laughs> I believe it, man. I believe it. <laughs> so let's let let's not make you sweat too much today, man. We'll dive right into it. Tell us, JC, what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum? Wow. So um, you know, basically, I uh, I've been I've been overweight my my whole life ever since childhood. So um, you know, my my story began, uh, at least when I was born, I was told by my mom that I was a preemie. So I was born at six months. So um, in order for my lungs to develop and everything for my body to just you know, get bigger in general, uh, they gave me a lot of hormones and steroids and things like that. So uh, by the time that I was six months old, I was huge. <laughs> So, um, uh, so I would say that that's one thing that got me kind of started with towards the whole obesity thing. But then also in, in the Hispanic culture, you know, the more you eat, the more of a man you are, the more cooler you are, the bigger you're going to grow, the stronger you're going to be. So, you know, I guess the drugs, the, the food, and then the upbringing of the more you eat, the better it just. I started gaining, gaining, and gaining. Um, so ever since I was a child, man, I've uh, I've been through the whole process. I, I was doing slim fast when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I was going to ask when did you um, first become aware of it? Like when you know, and like oh, when I was you were like hands okay. down. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh, so it's okay. <laughs> it's all right, man. So basically, ever since uh, ever since I can remember. I, I've always been a, a, a fat kid and, um, you know, I've always had to struggle with, you know, the uniforms during baseball and the positions that you wanted to play in, in, in sports. I've, I've always been a huge football fanatic and I was never able to play it in peewee because I was weighing what the older boys and, and, and here in Florida or here in Miami, they didn't do it by age. They did it by weight. So, you know, if I weighed 120 pounds, 130 pounds, I was playing with the bigger boys. So, <laughs> so I was never able to do it. Um, you know, so basically, yeah, my whole life has been like that. And, um, 
you know, it's, you know, it spiraled and it, it just got worse and worse the older that I got. I did have, you know, one time in, when I got to high school, I remember, I'll never forget, I was 300 pounds and I was a freshman in high school. And I, I went to the bus stop and I see a bunch of girls, senior girls, and I'm like, oh my God, these women are like super de physically developed, you know, like they're 18, 17, 18 year old girls, you're, you're 13, 12. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh my God. So, um, I, I remember my junior year, or I would say, I want to say my sophomore year, you know, I started getting into, I mean, of course I've always been into girls, but I started you know, when you can drive and you can start going out and things like that. And it was the first time in my life that I can say that I really, really lost weight. I, I run during lunch. I, you know, go to the gym after school for like four hours. I was the only guy in the aerobics classes. I would do weights and then I would do cardio. Yeah. So, uh, and I was able to lose my weight and, um, I, I got, you know, I got really not ripped or anything like that, but I lost all the weight. And then, you know, I've, I've, started picking up girls and I don't know there was just something that every time I got into a serious relationship boom I'd gain weight again so it's like I lose weight get a girlfriend gain a whole bunch of weight so that was pretty much my life up down up down up down and um I want to say when my son was born that's when everything really like went bad so, um, you know, I, I own a real estate company in Miami and, you know, I'm not, I don't say this to, to brag. I, I've, I've done very well for myself and I own my company. So I have agents that, you know, I can give business to and they can show clients and things like that. So when my son was born, uh, he was also a preemie and I just wanted to spend my time with him. So a lot of the times it was just always sitting down and eating and I brought a nanny I had a live, uh, um, how do you say the word, uh, a living nanny. Yeah, she lived with us. So uh, we had a living nanny that also was a fantastic cook. So I had all the food that I wanted at any time. <laughs> and uh, little by little, man, I went up to 431 pounds. Uh, let's see, from there, uh, one, one night I was looking at Facebook and I saw that there were two Two guys that went to high school with me. They weren't close friends, but, you know, they're people that you see in the halls that you say, what's up to? And um, I find out that both of them, within a week or two different, they died of a heart attack. They weren't heavy. They, I'm not saying that they were, you know, perfect fit, right. but I, I thought, okay, if these guys died, shit, I'm dying. I'm dying tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I, I was at the point where I couldn't walk. I would only play with my son in the bed. Because I couldn't walk. I barely had any blood flow in my right leg. And I was sleeping with a breathing machine because I choked to, I choked to my slept. And, uh, you know, just for peace of mind, I said, I told my wife, I'm like, hey, you know what, babe? I'm going to go to the doctor. I will check my heart. I want to make sure that I'm good because now I have a kid and I've become the biggest chicken shit ever since I got a kid. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I went to the doctor. He checks me out. He's like, okay, look, I'm going to be real with you. You're technically, you're okay. The one thing you have is that I'm telling you now, it's very dangerous is you barely have any blood flow on your right leg. 
That's why it's all purple. It's all swollen. And he goes, um, I'm going to be real with you. You're not going to last another two years if you keep up how you're going. So he's like, you're not going to make it to 40. And he goes, as a matter of fact, if you can, I would like your wife's number. And if I'm going to give you my number, so please have her call me because this is serious and we need to get this resolved. And she needs to hear it. So before I left, he's like, um, by the way, are we allowed to say bad words? Yes, no. Uh, is, is that okay? <laughs> Be conscious of it, but if it comes out, it comes out. No worries. Got it. No All right. Worries. So basically, he was very straightforward and he said, look, I don't give a beep about you. You already messed up your life. Uh, do me a favor. You have a son. Don't make don't mess up his life. Because if you keep up how you're doing in less than two years, you're dead and that kid's going to be alone. So I left out of there crying. I was bawling. And that's where everything started, man. Yeah. I and, and can we talk about that for a minute? Because I think yeah. that's something... <clears throat> I'll, uh, several guests on the show have gotten into, you know, talking about having those moments with their doctors. Like, what was it like, you know, you crying emotion? Like, what was it really like to have someone tell you that if you don't change, you're going to die? So you always hear it. And, it. and it's always annoying when you go to the doctor and they'll tell you, you need to eat healthier. You know, you have to be blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody knows it. Everyone knows it. Everyone hates to hear it. But this time there was just something in this man's voice. And the way that he did it and, and how he brought my son into the picture. And he just totally scared the living crap out of me. I mean, I was crying like a little baby. All I would imagine was my son alone. And it was I was just devastated. And I don't know if you have any kids, but the day that you do, if you don't, you're going to realize that once they're born, it's like nothing for you matters. It's all about them, you know? And, and, and unless you have a kid, you're not going to really know what I'm talking about. But um, it's it's it was just something horrible. And, and the way he did it and the way he's like, you know, I need to call. I want your wife to call me. Like no doctor gives his cell phone number to anybody. And, you know, she he didn't even say call me during business. I said, no, tonight I need her to talk because you are bad and you are going to die. So it's one of those like you have another burger, you're going to die. <laughs> like it was one of those type of situations. Um, it, it was just very serious. Um, and I really got scared and, and that was basically it. I mean, that's all I can, that's all I can tell you for now. No. And, and I, that, that all makes sense, man. Like, and so sitting there in that, you know, emotion, like, where did you go from there? Like, what, what did you even do? You know, you, you have that moment of it all hitting you. Like, how do you then take the next step? Like what, what came next for you? So I, I the, the next one, I, I went home, I spoke to my wife and she's like, are you sure this and that? And, you know, she's in the medical field, she's a pharmacist. So, you know, she kind of gets an idea of things in the medical field and stuff, but she called him and, and she said, and he told her straight up, he goes, if you love him, he, something needs to happen because you're going to lose him. You're going to lose him. So there she was like, Okay, we need to do something. But at that time, remember, I couldn't walk. I was heavy. My my back was would would kill me. Um, you know, my wife would be the one that would shower me. My wife, my mother-in-law would tie my shoes. I couldn't tie my shoes. You know what I mean? So so you know, 
the only thing I could do was push my son in the stroller and I'd start taking little steps. After five, six steps, I was dying. I would lean against the neighbor's car and then start walking again. Lean against the next car, start walking again. And I did that over and over and over and over. So as far as exercise, all I did was walk. And when I was tired, I would just hold onto the stroller and I would lean against the cars. Um, that was it. There was no gym. I, was, I wasn't able to even imagine of going to a gym. So I just did it baby steps. And then as far as my food, I, I thought, okay, what can I do? Either cut calories or do keto or do, um, you know, the South Beach diet. And I thought, okay, the only thing, the only diet out there that I can feel that I can have everything without, you know, basically anything is paleo. So I started eating paleo. So I had my fruits, I had my carbs, I had my protein. And brother, little by little, I just, between the walking and the eating, I kept on losing weight, losing weight, losing weight. And my first year, I lost 100 and something pounds. There's something I don't remember, but it was, it was definitely at least 120 or something like that. And uh, from there, I would go, you know, I was, I was super tired of eating the same stuff. And I'm like, okay, there has to be a way that all these fitness people, all these guys who are athletically, you know, not bodybuilders, that wasn't even anything near my, what I wanted to do, but there has to be a way where these guys can have abs and they can veggies and protein. So I went to YouTube and I started looking at recipes. So I learned how to make like protein popsicles, protein ice cream. Um, and then I would, I would do it even stricter than whatever they did. So if they put egg yolks, I wouldn't put egg yolks. I would just put the egg whites. So I just, I cut it even, I made it even stricter. And brother, that's what helped me uh, survive, you know, so many months, um, you know, eating clean. And, and there was a little bit, you know, you know, on YouTube that you see your video, but then there's like a hundred little videos on the right hand side. So I see, I see this guy that says, I went from being obese to a WBFF bodybuilder. And then it said transformation division. So I see this guy's video and this guy looked amazing. I mean, I'm like, wow, look what this guy did. And I kept on watching this video over and over and over and over. And I would do cardio and watch it a hundred times. And I was like, you know what? Um, I want to do one of these competitions. And I knew that I was going to have loose skin and things like that. So I said, okay, let me do a transformation one. Because if I go to these real bodybuilding shows, I'm just going to get laughed at. <laughs> so, so I focused on doing transformation, uh, the, the transformation show. So, um, let me, let me rewind a little bit here. After I was able to walk, right. That I had lost weight. I went to this place called nine round. It's kind of like a uh, 30 minute kick circuit training. You do weights, you do jumping jacks, a whole bunch of exercises. And it's, and, and they use kickboxing as a method of cardio. And luckily, the owner of the nine rounds that's here in Miami, he competes in bodybuilding. So he became my coach. And I told him, I want you to prepare me for a show. He's like, are you sure? I said, yes, I want to do this. He's like, I've never heard of these transformation shows, but hey, let's do it. 
And a month later, COVID hits. And that didn't stop us. We would still sneak into the gym. There was curfews here. And we, we'd sneak into the gym. We'd work out with the lights off. We would do everything. And everyone in my house was pigging out. Everyone's gaining weight during COVID. I'm the only one eating my veggies. <laughs> and uh, brother, that was basically it. I, I, I did that for a couple of months. And I did my first show in Atlanta. My first transformation show. And it was amazing. Everyone, as soon as I walked out, everyone was freaking out because they put your before picture on a big screen, right? And mind you, I had loose skin, but you could still see my abs. That's how shredded I got. And uh, I walk out and I'll, can you, you can just hear the, the crowd saying, oh my God, like everyone was like freaking out. And then... Uh, yeah, from there, I did another show in Miami, another transformation show, and I qualified for the world championship. And um, last year in August, I became world champion for WBFF in the transformation division. Mm -hmm. Which, which is awesome. And, and I wanna, I wanna dive a little bit into to all of that. But I first want to talk about. I, I'd like us to go back a little bit into that you know, the, that first year or two when you were starting with those steps and first, you know, like you said, first making paleo and then you change your diet. Like what I think, because you've got, you know, people listening to the show who haven't gotten started or are just getting started and they're that person that can only take five steps. And I, I think for a lot, a lot of times people see what other people are doing on social media and they're like, There's, I can't go to the gym five days a week. I can't do this. I, all I can do is is five steps and that doesn't matter. So I think hearing your example, you know, is fantastic for people. And what I'm curious about is like, how did the physical activity evolve for you? Like doing that, going from that, pushing your, your son in the carriage to actually starting to do workouts. Like, what was that like for you? Like, was it, you know, how did you find direction to do that? So you just, I, 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 so number one, I didn't overanalyze it. Okay. Cause I'm a very analytical person. I'm very perfectionist and I'm, I go all out. Right. And, and I thought, I said, okay, no, we need to do this. Like if I was born yesterday, I gotta learn how to walk again. So I would just walk man. And little, there's really nothing that can get you over the hump except you doing it because you just naturally, it's like anything you do in life. If you just constantly do it, you just get better and better and better and better and better. And, and that's what just ended up happening with me. I literally, I started taking five steps and then leaning against a car. And then I just kept on doing that. And, and then it was 10 cars and then it was, I wouldn't even stop. And then I would do the whole block, you know? And then as you just naturally are going to feel more agile, right? And, and I, I had a little routine and I know it sounds kind of stupid, but this, this really helps. Um, I know a lot of people like to take a shower at night and go to bed, right? And you're probably wondering what the hell does showering have to do with weight loss? Um, I actually would wake up, I brush my teeth and I start walking early in the morning. So what would I, I would get all sweaty. I'd feel really nasty. And then as soon as I would done, I was done, I'd take a shower. And that shower after cardio just gave me this, this feeling of a million bucks because I felt like I got the sweat. I got the walking out of the way. I got it, you know, and I just, I felt great. And, and that had my, my hopes up for the entire day. You know what I mean? 
And so I just, I just started doing that. That was just the routine. So again, I just started walking and walking and walking and, and I wouldn't cheat, but you know what? If I, if a Friday came and, and, and we wanted to have ribs, I'd order my ribs. I'd ask them, listen, go a little bit light on the sauce. Right. And then instead of rice, just give me some veggies, but I'd still have the delicious freaking rack of ribs. You know what I'm saying? And those were the little changes that I did. And then I get just with time, you just, just got a little, you tweaked it and made it stricter and stricter. That, that's what I did as far as nutrition. Um, when you see that you're losing weight, you keep on doing what's working. You don't really think about the ice cream because you're so happy that you fit into those pants, that you walk, that you fit into the airplane, that you fit in the car. You know what I mean? That everyone's asking you, hey, how do you feel? You look amazing. You look great. And I don't care what everybody says, man. That, oh, I don't care what people think. You do when they're complimenting you. Okay? You do. You do. And then it's like, you know, you just feel better. So my advice to people would be like, listen, just start with walking and everything else, as cheesy as this sounds, is going to fall into place. Don't overanalyze it. Don't try so hard. Just walk. And you'd be surprised what walking and just eating better, you know, does. And eating better doesn't mean you have to have tilapia <laughs> and, and broccoli. If you are not a, a person who's dedicated to, to, to a diet, just serve yourself what you normally eat. Just cut it in half. Just cut it in half. Start with that. If you normally eat an entire pie for pizza, have half a pie. And you'll see that as you go and as you lose weight, you're going to say, man, I'm not going to have the pizza today. I'm not going to have half. Let me just have two slices. Let me have two slices and I'm going to throw in a salad to finish getting full. Like you by yourself are going to motivate yourself and you're going to want to make the changes. I didn't track any macros. I didn't do any of that stuff. All that stuff does is get you super anxious. It gets you super like, you know, you're down if you're not losing. Just do it old school. Eat a little bit less and walk a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, and I think there are some people that <clears throat> respond to structure and there are some people that don't. And I think you're right. Like I, I think it's, we often get stuck up in that analysis and that overanalyzing and those details and forget that while we're spending all the time doing that, we're not doing anything else. So really it's about getting started. Like, and if getting started means I can take five steps, well, take five steps today and tomorrow go for six. Like it is about meeting yourself where you're at and, and getting that stuff going. And, and if you change, like one of the things I like when you were talking about kind of the way your approach to eating evolved was it's okay. If your approach to eating evolves, you can start one way and try something else and keep moving. But it's, it's getting yourself going is often the biggest hurdle for people. It's like once you get the rock rolling, you, it, it's going to start rolling downhill. But you got to do something in the beginning to get that rock rolling. Correct. And most important is this is a, a people think, oh, this is a, an anxiety issue, uh, an eating issue. No, this is a mental problem. People are obese because of the mental aspect here. Okay. If, if you just, I'm telling you, Focus, focus on just moving, move and eat 
less or eat. You have two options. Eat less of the fattening food or eat cleaner and be able to eat more of it. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, just, just get started. Don't look at YouTube. Don't compare yourself to, to the new JC. Compare yourself to the old JC. You know what I mean? Hey, this guy couldn't walk. He couldn't tie his shoe, you know, and now he could tie his shoe. Well, great. Now I can tie my shoe. All right. What did he do next? He walked the block and then he jogged the block. He walked the block, jogged the next block. You know what I mean? It's, it's with time, man. It's with time. But unfortunately, we don't want to put time. We want it fast. You understand? And, and, and I'll get to that part, my downfalls of what's happened to me after competing that have taught me to be a new person, which is why I'm giving this advice, because this is the real way that you're going to be able to sustain the weight loss. And, Do you understand? Oh, yeah, for sure. And what I'm curious about, you know, talking about it being a mental challenge, like how, how did your mentality and your mindset grow? From that moment you started, you know, when you heard what the doctor said to stepping on the stage at that first show, like what were the, the mental challenges that were the hardest for you during that time? I mean, look, honestly, I did. I didn't have any mental challenge because I was already told that I was going to die. So there's nothing else to think about. You know, there was no, there was no. Ah, you know what? Let me mess up this weekend, or I'm gonna go to Orlando to Disney, and I'm gonna pig out the entire week because I was afraid that by day number three, maybe that was my last day. Remember, I didn't have, I barely had any blood flow in my right leg, so I was a ticking time bomb. So uh, that's what I used as motivation, and that's what pushed me through all the hurdles and the issues that I was having whenever I wanted to eat something else. No, you know. That definitely makes sense, man. Yeah. And, and let, let's talk a little bit about your leg. Like, how did how did the, the circulation and the challenges with your leg, how did that progress as you were losing weight? Like, what was, well, my, did, what happened there? So, uh, my legs were, they were, they were, um, what's the word? They were very, my, they were very swollen and they were, and it was all purple. It was practically black, like a really dark purple. If you look at my picture, my before pictures on my profile, you'll be able to see that I have the, these huge black stains all over my leg. Like I couldn't touch it even with the tip of my finger because it would feel like fire when I would touch it. And with the exercise, with the blood flow, I, it was just kept on getting better, better. As I lost weight, the pressure came off the legs. The blood started flowing better, but I was still... Um, I don't know how, if, how much you've been following me, but I recently had a, a vein removal surgery because that vein wasn't allowing me, mind you, uh, 222 pounds less, it was still causing problems. So I got it removed and everything's perfect, you know? So basically exercise and losing weight is what started fixing everything. I'm telling you guys, for, for everyone that's listening, as hard, as impossible as it may seem, ignore everything and just walk. Walk. And like I said, either eat, if you're a super per, a hungry, who, a person who's very hungry 
and you don't have self-control, then eat cleaner foods and eat more of it. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to keep on eating the pizza and you want to keep on eating the French fries, just cut it in half. I guarantee you by you just reducing those calories, you are going to drop. That's my my main advice for people who want to start. Mm -hmm. No, I think that I think that's solid advice, man. And obviously, it, it took you to places, and you you did that first transformation show, and and kept going. So, is it fair to say that you, you fell in love with that process? I did. I fell in love with the process um, until last year. I fell in love with the whole training and preparing, but then what basically you know messed me up mentally was once I became world champion, okay, what am I going to do next? All I knew was how to either pig out or how to get ready to get shredded for a show. I didn't know what it was to be able to have normal food. So what happens when you limit yourself to the strict diets as soon as you start incorporating regular food, okay? This is why everything I'm saying, I say it for a reason, because I live through it. Don't go, I'm not saying that, you know, keto won't work or all these other ones, but you do keto. But if all of a sudden you stop doing keto and you start throwing in those carbohydrates, you're going to start blowing up. You understand? So that's what happened with me. I was eating so, so, so dry, so like clean that as soon as I started incorporating regular foods without even pigging out, without pigging out, my body would just hold on to it. Unfortunately, you know, that was my genetic. That was my, my body. And I put on 50 pounds after the show, you know, and, 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 and I was, brother, I was jacked and I was ripped and I put on 50 pounds and it took me this entire year to, we're talking psychiatrists, psychologists, pills, uh, doctors, blood tests, a whole bunch of things. And I've, this entire year, I've been trying to search for that solution, for that answer on how can I stay lean, look athletic and stay athletic, but still, but without having to eat like if I was on a prep because I didn't know that. And that's, that's what the message I want to send to people out there. You need to learn how to eat. You need to, you, need to, you know, how, how can I say this? Teach yourself how to eat. Don't jump from one extreme to the other because if you don't know how to find that middle ground, that's why people gain it back. Do you understand? So I'm just trying to avoid from Imagine me, I went from world champion and all of a sudden everyone wants to see you ripped with, your, with a six-pack every single day. And I'm like, guys, this is not sustainable. I, I, I can't eat fish every day of my life. You know what I mean? I, I can't. So you start putting this pressure on yourself and you feel like a failure. So you start, you know, I started having mental issues with that. So then I was like, okay, I, you know what? I don't want to compete anymore. I don't want to compete anymore because it's, that's not the life that I want to live. You know, I want to be that guy that takes off his shirt in the beach and you look awesome. I don't have to be 100% ripped, but I'd be happy with a 75% ripped. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's basically what I was doing for the last year. 
And I finally found a, a, a sustainable way. If I, I eat everything. I eat everything, but it's clean. You know, um, I make French toast, but I make it out of egg whites. I have honey wheat bread. I look for breads that are lower in calories. So you either have one bread that's 100 or you can have two that are, you know, 80 calories. And, you know, I started incorporating fruits. But I, I, you find out what's enough for your body and that's what you eat that. You kind of, you know, just eat clean, but eat everything. Well, that's, yeah. Well, I think that's, I think that challenge, like this, this past year we're talking about is something a lot of people go through, even not having done shows, you know, people that have lost, especially people that have lost a significant amount of weight, hit a point where they're like, okay, I've hit my goal. What do I do now? Because all I know is weight loss. You know, all I know is what that looks like for me. And there's not, like I always say, I've said a couple of times on this show, I feel like a lot of times, like if you read a lot of even like the major diet books or look at what people tell you to do and all of that. There's chapters missing, and the chapters missing are like the entire book we need on what life is like after you've hit your weight loss goal. You know, how to navigate that space, how to, you know, if you want to, like, if you, especially if you've done a specific way of eating and you don't want to sustain, like, if you want to, like, I know people, you know, like, even myself, like, have done keto and have, and are staying in this space, and like, that's how, you know, we thrive and feel great, but if you're someone that used a way of eating to lose weight and you want to transition out of it, it's like, Finding direction to do that is is something I think is seriously lacking. So it's great to you know for you to be talking about that and sharing that with people because I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't think we say that you still have to you still have to le- you still have to learn to navigate life because the challenge is well and you, and you know this too like a lot of times people go into weight loss and they they think I'm going to do whatever I need to do to lose the weight so I can go back to living life the way I want to live life and it's like you know my thing to people is always. Maybe it's about taking what you were doing before and realizing that got you where you were at, finding the tool you need to lose the weight, and then finding out what the new path is for you, what the best direction to take is, and where where you need to go. So instead of thinking I can go back, because going back just takes you to where you were before, where am I going to go forward? And how do I do that? And I think we need more people talking about that. Yeah, and and that's if if you if you see me. Once I once I was competing, I was like all about guys. You got to compete. You have to you have to have a goal and you have to compete because that's what's going to bring you towards you know over that hump where you can mentally and physically be the best that you can be. But the reality is now I feel that me talking about the failures that I had after winning the championship is what's going to help people more and it's going to be more inspiring than than everything I did to become the champion, you know? And like right now, I'm all about just like, okay, what do you need to do to start? What do you need to do to lose? What do you need to do to get to this point? You know, the reality of it. How does a mom and dad do it? How does a parent who works, uh, a parent who has a child that has Rice Krispies treats, brownies, oh, a load of junk food in the house because let's be real you say you're going to teach your your children to eat super healthy but they're kids they're going to want to have a brownie they're going to want to have their cookies you know so what are you going to do so, you know I, I i used to open the pantry and it's like oh my god there was it was it was all the cakes and everything there so you know right now i'm all about okay how can i help people live a life where they can maintain or they can still enjoy life, but they're still losing weight, you know? 
And, you know, my conclusion based on my experiences, again, this is my personal opinion, is don't cut anything. Eat your four food groups. Just monitor the amount of food that you put in your body. That's it. You don't have to cut any carbs. I have carbs in every single one of my meals. And in the last five weeks, I'm down 20 pounds of fat, of fat. I'm doing cardio less than, less than what I ever did. And my body's shaping and getting back to where it used to be without having to eat. <laughs> like if I was going on a show, you know? So, um, yeah. And what's important, yeah. And what's important there <laughs> is you finding what you need, you know, you being willing and you being willing to really do the work to find it. You know, that's always, I think the through line, whatever tool a person uses and whatever way they follow anything at the end, it comes down to being willing to say, is this really what I need? Is this really what's going to work for me? Because I think we see what other people do and we're like, well, I want the results that they have. So I'm just going to do what they did. And we don't give it any thought of, is this something that I can really sustain? Is this the life that I can live? Or do I need to find a life that is right for me? That's going to get me to my goals, you know, so make the compromises that I need to make, but doesn't feel like I'm trying to live someone else's life. And because eventually you're going to realize that you've moved so far away from what you need to be doing for you, that it's going to be near impossible to find your way back. So it really is important to like dive into it from a perspective of what do I need to do? Like you said, like that, that question, you know, your advice to people getting started, that idea of, you know, either eating clean so you can get the volume or cutting back on portions. There are some people, like I know for me, like if I were to try to eat, a, you know, two pieces of pizza and a salad and say, this is going to fill me up, all I'd be thinking about is pizza. But someone else, and I've worked, I've worked with people that have been like, I want you to teach me to eat clean. I want you to do this. And I do that with them. And that just throws their whole, you know, that creates a mental crisis for them because all they can think about is, is other things, you know, and it's about finding what is the right path for you and being willing. And, and again, I think the message, you know, that's there is this being willing to do it, to try it, to start. And if it's not the right thing, don't say I could, you know, well, I'm just a completely a failure. It's about saying, well, if that didn't work for me, let me try something else so I can find what's going to work for me. Let me not be afraid to do that. Correct. Definitely. And, 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 and most important is, like I said, since it's mental, don't give up. You know what I mean? Don't don't give up. And it's it's going to take a process. It's going to take a while to get there. And it's normal, you know? Um, another thing that I really want to emphasize is get a blood, uh, get a blood panel done. Check your blood. Check your hormones, okay? When we are obese, our testosterone is low. Our hormones are out of whack and we can have the most perfect diet, the most perfect regimen, and it doesn't work. You're stuck. You don't move. Sometimes a pill will fix the problem because remember, you have to put all your hormones to par so your body can function correctly. You understand? So my advice, again, these are, these are my advices. That, these are the things that I want people to hear and people to look into um, so they don't fail. Right. You know and, what I mean? And that's, and that's, you know, that's important. You know, you're sharing your experience and giving people things to look into. Obviously you're not a doctor prescribing it to them, but you're no. saying like, 
look at, you know, it's not going to hurt anyone to get there, you know, to have blood work done. It's not going to hurt anyone to start walking. Like it's, it's about doing what you can do and obviously doing what's right for you personally. But I think your experience and you being able to speak that testimony is, is a powerful thing. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, all the, all the times I fell and I suffered, I'm just giving everybody the shortcut. I'm just giving you guys the shortcut, you know, do your blood work. Start with walking, start with eliminating calories. Uh, you know, everything that I've said, that is the best way that you can start because the, the worst thing you can do is you know that you're eating clean, you're eating good, and you're exercising, but you're not losing weight. And, and all you needed to do was have some testosterone because you had a low testosterone and that prevented you from losing weight. You understand? These are all bumps in the road that I found out real hard. Um, you know, try to eat balanced meals that way when you don't, you know, let's say if you remove carbs completely, but you start bringing them back in and you may start getting kind of bloated, your body's going to hold on to it. So how do you prevent that? Have a little bit of everything. So there's no shock in your body when you start putting those foods back in, you know what I mean? And I think I, I, I think hormones are often a topic like for, for people that aren't really kind of aware and, and looking into it, they hear testosterone and they think someone's telling me to do steroids. And it's like, <laughs> that is not at all what's being talked about. You know, hormone replacement therapy, like medically prescribed testosterone, medically prescribed hormones are a completely different thing than, you know, trying to use hormones for a show or something along those lines. Like that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother topic that's different than this, than what you're talking about. Like it's about seeing what, you know, and the, and the thing that's really, you know, interesting, you know, and I encourage people to get that blood work done when they're, when they're starting a journey is to see the impact that physical activity and eating can have on those numbers as well and see kind of like where that brings you to, you know, if that's something, you know, just to, so you know, because the, the, the worst thing is not knowing. The worst thing is, like you said, you're trying every, you think you're trying everything, but you're not realizing that there's another piece of the puzzle that you haven't investigated. Correct. And, and, and people don't know that. And people don't know that, hey, maybe it's something in my body. Maybe it's something. I mean, listen, my, my hor I, I had an estrogen levels at 512, which were levels that women have. And, and, and I'm there working out and trying to do everything. And, I really, and you know, my coach is like, hey, you may want to do some blood work, check yourself out. They gave me a little pill that you take once a week. That little pill brings down your estrogen. I started melting fat right then and there. You know what I mean? So again, it's personal experiences that helped me do what I needed to get to. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and let's see, what else, what else can I give as like really, really good main advice? Um, well, what are, the, what are the things, you, what are you working on right now? Like what are, what are the things that challenge you when you know, the things that you have to work on in your life right now? Well, right now, like I said, this past year has been a year of trying to learn how to eat healthy, but eat everything. And, and so my current goal is, um, I want to, I want to finish within the next couple of months. I want to look you know, like having a beach body, but I want to be able to do it eating all types of foods. You know what I mean? If Saturday came along and my, my family wanted to have a pizza, I had pizza with my family. Um, 
you know, if we went to Disney, if we went to LA and we wanted to have tacos, I can have a taco, you know, because like I said, my main issue was I only knew how to get ripped or I knew how to gain 500 pounds. That's all I knew. So that's currently my goal. And then as far as, you know, you know, business and things like that, um, I opened up a foundation. Uh, it's called Fat Free Foundation. And I mainly do everything online. Um, I basically, it's a nonprofit. And, you know, anyone that needs help losing weight, I, one of the local gyms, let me borrow their gym. I recorded myself doing about 60, 70 different exercises that you can do at a gym, okay? And I recorded it, I put all the videos there for free. If people go to the YouTube channel, it's Fat Free Foundation. And it has, you know, detailed everything, descriptions on how to do it, how long to hold, how many reps, everything like that. Because I want people who can't afford a trainer to be able to live a healthy life. You know what I mean? So, um, the other thing is I do a lot of lives. I have a lot of, you know, I have cooks, I have people, I have, you know, trainers that go in, give free advice. You know, I give, I have a PDF that gives you a free, a free diet that you can start with. Now, if you're going to become a bodybuilder, you know, that's a different story. You need to do things tailored to you, but basically everything I put there is how to get you from a to B, how to get you started into something that works, you know? And I do all of that as part of the nonprofit, just to, I just, I want to help people. And I, 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 I am not a super religious person, but you know, when they told me that I was going to die, I said, I would cry myself to sleep. And one night I prayed to God and I said, God, if you help me get past this, I will help other people get past it. And I was featured in many magazines, bodybuilding.com, men's fitness, um, so many, you know, articles because of my journey that I said, man, the only way to make this big for everyone to know is doing the foundation. And I did it and Google partnered up with me about three months ago and they give me, they don't physically give me money, but they give me $10,000 a month in ads in ads and ad credits and i just put the foundation and i put everything for free there for the rest of the world to see it get it and learn how to lose weight man and live a healthy life which is which is awesome man and if people want to connect with you personally or check out the foundation share share with everyone the socials or websites and in, in, in places that they can find you so if obviously instagram and um Instagram and Facebook is uh, fat, at Fat Free Foundation. If you go to the website, is uh, www.fatfreefoundation.com. Um, and there, as soon as you go in, you're going to see everything that I'm talking about. You know, videos, the diet, you can download the PDFs. It has, you know, my story, my bio, every, everything you're going to need for motivation. It's got videos, pictures, diets, workouts. Um, I mean, everything to get you going and get you really, really losing weight in a very simple way of doing it. You know, nothing crazy. There's no macro counting. There's nothing like that, but it just gets you going, gets the ball rolling. But eventually you're going to need something more detailed, more planned to you based on the rate that you're losing or want to lose weight. And in that sense there, I would say, Hey, find a coach. You know what I mean? 
But for now, this is, I call it the, uh, the lifesaver. This is what's going to start saving your life if you just simply start doing this. And what about your personal account if they want to they follow your journey? Um, so on Instagram is fatfree.jc. Uh, the same thing with, mm -hmm. uh, actually for Facebook, it's my name, Giancarlo Daniels. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's great. That's basically it. Well, I'll make, I'll make and, sure that all those links and everything are in the show notes for this episode too, man, because I appreciate you sharing that with people. No, no, for sure, man. For sure. I'm all about helping people. So if anyone has any question, I'm not going to charge anybody. Write me a message. I answer all my messages. I, it doesn't matter the time, just send me a message. If I don't respond, I'll respond the following day, but mm -hmm. I will respond to you. I'm here generally to help. My goal is to kill obesity and I'm going to do it. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, well, man, I appreciate you taking the time to dive into all of this with, with the audience today. Is there anything in your journey that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about that you want to make sure people hear? All right, so I, I do want to leave the podcast by saying one thing. It doesn't matter how big you are, how depressed you are, um, how deep in the hole you're in. There's always a solution, whether it's pills, whether it's weight loss surgery, whether it's a psychiatrist, a psychologist, gyms, there's always a way out. You can find something that'll help you out. You need to be patient. This is a process. Compare yourself, like I said, compare yourself to the, the JC that went from 431 to 399. Don't compare yourself to JC that went from 431 that won a world championship. Little by little, mm -hmm. be patient. You are worth a million. Even if you feel like you're worth nothing, even if you think, I weigh 500 pounds. If I lose 100, I'm still 400. If I lose 200, I'm still 300. Trust me, you will get there. And you will get there faster than what you think. There's many people out there that genuinely care and want to help you without trying to make a quick buck. Find that person that motivates you. Use it as fuel. You know, but don't give up and it can be done. There we and go. you will do it. There we go, man. I like it. JC, I end every episode with five questions I call the Fat Guy Five. Are you ready for your run through those questions? I'm ready. Okay, so question number one, man. Tell us, living or dead, who is your favorite fat guy? <sighs> living or dead, my favorite fat guy. Uh, shoot. <laughs> I don't know. They don't need to be famous. It could be anyone, man. Uh, my dad. <laughs> hey. I'm sure he's going to like you. You picking him as your favorite fat guy. Uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, question number two, JC, what is one lesson that being a fat guy has taught you? That um, there's so much more to life when you lose a lot of weight. You get to do so many more things. Being fat, you're limited to a lot of things. And, and there's a whole other world, a whole other experiences that you are going to find and see and be able to live when that weight starts coming down. There you go. Question number three, I, I, I feel like you've answered this one already, but I'll ask it anyway, man. If someone out there listening is that 431 pound JC, 
What is one concrete thing they can do today to get started? Go to fatfreefoundation.com. Look at my PDF, download the ebook. I'm not trying to sell anything. Go in there, it's all for free. Do it step by step. Walk and do what I put the diet that I put there. You will lose weight. And if you don't, there's something medically wrong with you, then you, what you do is you do what I told you. Do your blood work and find out where you're deficient, fix it, then do the diet, and I'm telling you, you will succeed. There we go. Question number four, JC. What is one thing about yourself that you love? Oh, man, that I'm a nice guy and I, wanna, and I, I like to help people. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a good thing, man. Question number five. Yep. JC, what is, this is your last question of the day. What is one goal you have for the next year that is not health, fitness, or weight loss related? Um, I got casted for a reality TV show, and I can't wait to come out on it. Nice. There we go, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, people have, yeah. people have to follow along and, and, and check out that. So I think that's awesome, man. Good luck with that. Yep. That's awesome. Thanks, well, buddy. Well, JC, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing everything with the audience that you did. I appreciate you thinking of me, allowing me to be on your channel and allowing me to give the opportunity to at least change one life. So there we go, man. I like it. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure. Well, everyone out there, check out the links in the, the show notes so you can connect with JC and with his foundation. And then do me a favor. Go out there today. Do something to amaze yourselves because you're the most amazing people that I know. Then come on back and catch us here on the very next episode of the Fat Guy Forum.